0: This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at MJMunoz.com. Visit the podcasts page for show notes and links. Remember to like, share, and comment to help me grow. Welcome to my fully operational Star Wars analysis. This is uh, episode 49, and I am analyzing Star Wars The Bad Batch episode 10. Season 1 episode 10, or 110, or whatever you want to call it. This episode is entitled Common Ground. It originally aired July 2nd, 2021. The writer is Gursimran Sandhu. The story editor is Matt Michnevets. The director is Saul Ruiz. And the score was done by the immutable Kevin Kiner. Starting off with the bad stuff, uh, it was kind of silly to me that Hunter had to be shown to be missing Omega by erroneously calling the droid Omega. The only interesting thing about that is that he doesn't trust droids, and he likely saw the droid uh, with them on the mission as more of a liability than an asset, as they were trying to free the senator. If he confused them because he thinks of Omega as a liability to their missions, that would be interesting. I don't think they're going to go there, and uh, I think this episode um, did to kind of set things up so they don't have to go there and, and be uncomfortable with that. But if that was their intention, that's pretty good. That's kind of edgy and. Or not edgy, but it's just... It's got a little bit... It's got a little bit of an edge to it. And I think it's a good thing. Uh, You know, this is a... uh, I don't know if if, uh, the Bad Batch has PTSD or not. But, you know, these are soldiers, people fighting and and killing, uh, you know, human-like beings or life-like beings, anyway, destroying them. So it's got to take a toll on you, I would think. Anyway, moving on to the good. Raxus is a beautiful, beautiful planet. And I would like to see more of it. I believe there was one scene where we saw a location, like where... Um uh, is it undo? No, that's not the right one, uh, where Ahsoka met what's-his-face, who I can't remember now, man, him and his mom were pretty cool in Clone Wars, um, it's gonna bug me now. Lux Bonteri, ah, yes, yeah, where she and, uh, Padme met the Bonteris, um, there was, like, a stained glass, like, diamond-shaped, uh, pattern in the window or whatever, like, I'm pretty sure... That was the location we visited in Clone Wars, and as they were running amok in the city, uh, they whizzed by that location, and that was pretty cool to see. So it was nice seeing that thing that we've seen before, um, but seeing more of it and seeing different angles of it, and I didn't realize that Raxus had such a, a plethora of... Uh, different species living there, uh, all sorts of, uh, you know, humanoids, not just, uh, not just people, so, uh, that was pretty cool, like, there were Pantorans and stuff, and I really liked, I was impressed by the diversity of the crowd, and I don't mean, you know, hashtag my diversity, I just mean, like, they had, like, 30 character models there, and it looked like they spent the money, I mean, maybe they were using Clone Wars Season 7 assets, and these are people that popped up other places or whatever, but, like, the dude with the goatee and the, the brown hair who, like, uh, he was, like, oh, we have a duty to you know, do whatever, or we want to hear a senator, or whatever, uh, that was really, a really cool, I, I liked that guy, just because he didn't look like anybody else I've seen in Clone Wars before, and I really liked how many different people there were, uh, I find that really impressive, especially, um, well, other shows that, other Star Wars 3D animation shows haven't quite had that, uh, attention to detail, or, like, budget, maybe, <laughs> to, uh, afford to do different things like that, and I'm, I'm glad that they made it work here, however they did, I don't know if they were, Uh, if they use tricks or if they uh, actually just got more money for it or whatever but regardless very good stuff uh next good thing as an asian woman i felt so happy to be represented by a brutal authoritarian and captain bragg i can finally see myself in star wars which leads me to my next my next point there's some kind of deep thing under the surface that i want to focus on when bragg responds that would be a first to the senator uh it is implying that she has tortured many people before with that interrogation droid. That's what I. That's how I read the situation. I, I don't know how else you could be. I won't give in no matter what you do. That would be a first. Yeah, okay, so what's that mean? That means you've done this before and it's worked to break people, to uh, you know, fold them to your, or bend them to your will, right? That has to be what it means, yes? So, question. How long have the Bad Batch been on the run? Because they've been on the run since Order 66, Empire Day. When, um... When, uh, you know, Palpatine's resolve was stronger than ever and he transformed the Republic into the first galactic empire. So how long has the empire been operating? Can't be more than a year. Can't be more than a few months, I would think. Does this imply that Bragg was torturing people for the Republic? Or maybe as a private soldier in a planetary army? I don't know. We had those other, like, trooper cadets or whatever who were, who were not clones who seem to have been serving in a war. Um, we have from John Jackson Miller's fabulous novel, A New Dawn, we have, uh, Skelly, who was in some sort of division where, uh, of the Army of the Republic where they were tunneling, and he was a munitions expert, and there were other non-clones who were involved, so there is a precedent, um, for non-clone soldiers, but does that mean that she was some sort of non-clone, uh, army officer who was in charge of, torturing people to get information out of them if so who was she torturing human members of the cis uh i don't think the republic would have admitted to torturing separatists uh and and that would kind of be proving the separatist point for them wouldn't it so anyway i wonder was this just a bit of sloppy writing an ill thought out shorthand to make her seem capable and menacing that could be the case uh either way it's frustrating and i don't like it and uh, I don't know. I, I that needs to be elucidated. Otherwise, I I, I get, is it just a simple plot hole? I don't know. But it really uh, it really bugged me because it doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Moving on my, to my speculation, I'd like to see Omega plan a mission and direct it. That would be neat to see. It could keep her out of danger, sort of doing uh, Overwatch for everybody. Uh, but she would still be fully supporting the squad and their operations. So that that would be pretty cool to see. I want her to be useful and feel useful and feel good about what she's doing and, you know, do something effective for the squad. That That's, like, the best outcome for everybody, I think. And then here's my question. Will we get to see a different side of the CIS in the show? Are good separatists, like Senator Singh, going to be, are going to get connected to the Rebellion, and will the Bad Batch help with that? I'd like to know what you think about that. Moving on to my score for the episode. I am, yeah, I'm just about to wrap this up. Uh, so Star Wars The Bad Batch, 1-10 or episode 10, Common Ground, was good overall. I like Sid uh, taking Omega under her wing a bit and pushing her to quit moping and do something with her life. That's an attitude more people should have, and I find it odd that this amoral lady has to be the one to give it to her. Uh, I bet, or I get that the Bad Batch isn't very adept at living because they were raised to do one thing, and now that they don't know what to fight for anymore, they are drifting. Having Omega there to force them to grow up is unexpected. It didn't feel like much happened here, but... It was a good ride, and some seeds were planted, so I enjoyed that. Overall, I give this episode a 3.25 out of five, which is fine. Two and a half would be like a C, or an average, or whatever. This was more than adequate, and uh, there were some things I really enjoyed in it, so that's why I scored it like that. It wasn't a great episode, or it it wasn't an extremely good episode, and it wasn't a great episode. It was, or um, what am I trying to say? I'm just trying to say it wasn't the best, it wasn't the worst, it was in between, but it did a little something extra, so I appreciate all that stuff, so uh, that's pretty much it, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up, and uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up, that was the episode, and I'd love to hear your your feedback to my questions, so please go ahead and provide that in the comments, either on MeWe, on Float, on the uh, video platforms this is appearing, or on uh, on the blog, on the website, in the show notes of the uh, the post of this episode, so yes, you you know what to do. Thank you for your time and attention. I hope you enjoyed this. Check out my growing collections of analysis, art, and fiction. You can also visit mjmunos.com support to check out my latest designs and more. I welcome critique to improve my craft, so don't hold back any comments you have for me. I leave you with peace and blessings. This is MJ, signing out.